Killing time, Mois. I know that's right. It's always time for Morris Day in the time. And it's also time for No Disclosure. Can you listen to Morris Day in the time at No Disclosure at the same time? Yes. It might create some kind of time paradox or something. Kind of like if you eat... A, it, 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 this is true. If you're driving at over 100 miles an hour and you eat a slice of pizza backwards, you can travel backwards through time. So, am I'm posing the question, is it possible to listen to Morris Day and the time while listening to No Disclosure? Yes, technically. But it could create some kind of time paradox. You don't want to do that. There's a time for Morris Day, which is all the time, and there's time for No Disclosure. Make time today for No Disclosure. <laughs> and welcome back to the show, kids. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and base like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. I totally forgot to say, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor and Prevail Guitar Works, so just pretend I did. People have to deal with <laughs> I could just cut, because I've only been talking for, what, one minute and 12 seconds? But, you know, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're in too deep now, kids. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives and with the climate things are in. No disclosure exists to not only improve your level of interfanciness, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while. So let's get into it, do what we do best, and have a little fun. Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind. And let's begin. Now, there were a lot of articles on this last, I'd say, two episodes of No Disclosure that I scanned across. Uh, that uh, this is one of the rare shows where I've actually bookmarked article, articles because it was so many these past two you know episodes. Usually it's kind of difficult to you know find these things, uh, you know especially when I'm sitting here live, right? <laughs> so I want to get into it because there's a lot that I didn't get to. Um, this one's cool. This is by the uh, UPI. Listen to this, Cassie. A book has been returned to New York Library, seventy-two years overdue. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a fine. I hope they brought it back on free book day for our no fee day or whatever. January 26th, a New York library said a biography of Theodore Roosevelt was returned recently, 72 years overdue. John, <laughs> damn. John Moss of Mattituck, Mattituck, is that how you say it? Said he isn't sure how the book Great Heart, the life story of Theodore Roosevelt by Daniel Henderson Came to be in his possession, but he recently found it in a, plastic, a big plastic crate of books he had in storage. <laughs> Moss said the book might have been at his parents' house when he cleaned it out in 2013, or it might be one of the dozens of books he accumulated from yard sales and other sources over the years. So, uh, uh, there we go. So, God knows where this thing came from, but it's been overdue for a while. He returned the book to the <laughs> Amagansett? Damn, New York. Free library where officials said they determined it had been due. You ready for the date? April 5th, 1949. <laughs> it's a first edition, actually, from 1919 and has the original library book plate as well as the circulation policy on the back cover. I've only seen one or two items at the library with these features, but none with both. Nicholas said the late fee for the book. Oh, yeah, I wanted to see, I wanted to see this. Okay, Cassie. Uh, I know there's like 
no frame of reference here. It's New York. We don't know what the fee is for whatever. It's this overdue. Uh, do you want to even take a crack at what this late fee was? It's not as much as you think, but it's still pretty high. $2,000? No, actually. Uh, I would have said something similar, but check this out. Nichols said the late fee for the book would have amounted to only $262. Wait, at, okay, wait, it gets worse. At the 1949 rate of one penny a day, the library has since done away with uh, all late fees. Really? Cool. I'm going to that library because I cannot find... My copy of, <laughs> I was going to make a joke there and I fucking lost it. It's gone. Wow. I failed at a joke, man. Let's get some more coffee. Maybe I just need some more fuel. Ah, as Eli runs the sink at full blast. But hey, here's the thing, kids. We're recording this podcast during a pandemic, right? I know I got a bedroom I can easily go to and stuff like that, but I mean, that's a lot of work going back there. I got to walk like, you know, 40 feet. And that means I have to get up. And then if I'm sitting in the bedroom all by myself, and you know, it's a pain in the ass. I got to put on pants. I got to move all my stuff. And it's, you know, during a pandemic, I want to inspire people too. I mean, you could do podcasts no matter what's going on, right? You hear life sounds in the background and stuff like that. You want to do a podcast, just go f fucking do it. You know what I mean? Just do it. People will uh, forgive you for a lot if you just mention that you live with Eli. So that's, you know, he's standing behind me. Does he have a blade of some kind? Okay. So what else we got? <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Oh, what's this? An Oklahoma lawmaker wants to create an official Bigfoot hunting season. What the hell, Oklahoma? <laughs> Who are you guys electing to office? Okay, it could soon be Sasquatch season in Oklahoma. Bigfoot may not be real, but one lawmaker in Oklahoma wants to create a hunting season for him anyway. Just don't plan on actually shooting the Squatch. <laughs> I want to be really clear that we are not going to kill Bigfoot, State Rep. Justin Humphrey of the Republican, uh, the Republican behind the bill told the Oklahoman. We're going to trap a live Bigfoot. <laughs> this is the guy you elected into office. Okay. Was he six years old? We're not promoting killing Bigfoot. We're promoting hunting Bigfoot, trying to find evidence of Bigfoot. The bill, however, does not specify that. The text, as introduced by Humphrey, directs the Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission to create rules, dates, licenses, and fees establishing a Bigfoot hunting season. Dork. What the hell's wrong with this dude? So this is the guy you wanted to uh, run me. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, this is something not to be sniffed at. Humphrey told the Oklahoma City NBC station, KFOR, they would, he would work on the specifics with the commission, which would include $25,000 bounty for someone who traps the elusive Bigfoot. The commission did not seem interested. Well, no shit. We use science-driven research, and we don't recognize Bigfoot in the state of Oklahoma. Michael Holmes of the Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Conservation told KOCO in Oklahoma City, adding that the bill would require them to create a new season and license for something that clearly does not fucking exist. <laughs> That's there's uh, uh come on, I, I don't know. Maybe I have too much faith 
in humans, but there's got to be some kind of angle here. Because you... Now, I'm not saying... Uh, what's this guy? Humphreys or whatever. I'm not saying, you know, he's crafty or smart. I don't know the guy. He's a politician, so automatically, you know, I'm a little, uh, little skeevy about his you know, mental prowess. But... Um, you, you go back and, okay, pick up, for example, pick up any book about Caligula, all right? The Roman Emperor Caligula. He was emperor of Rome uh, following the crucifixion of, of, of Christ. He was uh, you know, right about that time, uh, you know, after that time, a decade or two after. And uh, everything that you read about Emperor Caligula is going to say that this guy was completely out of his mind, that this guy was mad as a fucking hatter. Uh, truth is, he wanted to abolish the Roman Senate, okay, and declare himself uh, the guy, Caesar, God, you know what I mean? So he did. He declared himself a god. And, you know, on top of that, in order to not only just get under the feathers of the this is true, not only to get under the feathers of the Senate, but to also diminish their power, he did a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> he built palaces on water, just overly extravagant things. He, uh, what was one of the things he did? He appointed his horse as a, as a, as a priest, I think, or something like that. He appointed his horse as, you know, a, 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 someone who holds office. But a lot of people, you'll see, well, this guy was completely nuts. No, uh, Caligula was not insane. As far as the evidence that I can gather, he was a really smart dude <laughs> who wanted to have completely unbridled political power and came up with really great out-of-the-box ways to, you know, subvert that to himself. Maybe this is a, a thing like that, you know. There's got to be some kind of angle here. He's trying to accomplish something. <laughs> Either that uh, or Oklahoma, you guys have really lowered the standard on uh, the people that you want to hold office. Bigfoot season. Really. Okay. This is going to be one of those fucking days, man. Uh, what's this? This is from Fox News. <clears throat> Couple is accused of having... Okay, he's not in here. Couple accused of having sex on Myrtle Beach Ferris wheel. Yeah. Charged with more indecent exposures. More? <laughs> They've done this before? They'll be in a lot less trouble if they just get a room. <laughs> this is great. Uh, the South Carolina couple busted earlier this month, actually, for having uh, doing the deal on a Myrtle Beach's landmark Ferris wheel has been arrested again on similar public lewdness charges. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Eric and Lori Harmon, both 36, are now accused of performing acts in a supermarket parking lot and on a bench near a playground. Damn, guys. On multiple occasions over the past few months, they allegedly filmed their public liaisons to share to um, websites. They surrendered to authorities on the new charges Tuesday. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's a picture of them. Ooh, okay. I, I, I get it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, okay? I'm, I'm not insinuating anything. Damn. Eric Harmon faces two new counts of indecent exposure. And Lori Harmon faces another four. They were once again released on bond, this time for $2,500 each. That's why they keep doing it. $2,500, man. 
Okay, that's really not squat, you know, when you think about what the hell they're being arrested for. This is nuts. <laughs> In addition to the sex acts, Lori Hartman is accused of public urination in multiple instances. Well, these people are animals, including in a hotel elevator and on a pair of vending machines back in December. Okay, the Sky Wheel is a landmark attraction on Myrtle Beach's boardwalk. I That's messed up. I, I kind of don't want to read this article anymore. I've been to Myrtle Beach many times. I've sat on that damn Ferris wheel. But I'm glad I sat on it before this happened. <laughs> I sat on the Ferris wheel while it was still pure. <laughs> I've seen the Sky Wheel. It's a landmark attraction on Myrtle Beach's boardwalk. It's among the largest Ferris wheels, actually, in the U.S. It's true. Its seating has uh, 42 glass windowed gondolas. It's advertised as an amusement ride for all ages. Well, not anymore. Sky Wheel, you are no longer just a Ferris wheel for all ages. Today, you have become a man. <laughs> I'm really glad I went on that Ferris wheel before that happened. Now it's just, it's tainted. You know what I mean? Uh, there's no way I could not click on this. Just based on the article alone. One small step for man, one giant leap for haggis. Doesn't that make you want to read it, Cassie? Just to see what's going on. She's shaking her head yes and totally not saying no. Haggis launched into the edge of space in celebration of Burns Night. What? Scott celebrate Burns Night on 25th of January in celebration of the life and works of national poet Robert Burns. So what do they do? A packet of haggis has been launched to the edge of space. Okay, I, I, that, that's weird. I mean, it's weird. You, you got to say that. But I'm not going to knock them. It's a, it's a celebratory thing for them, right? It's a holiday thing. If they want to bring a bag of haggis on the uh, International Space Station and just hold it out in space, let them, let them do it. <laughs> that's still kind of odd. Ugh, yummy. Coffee. Mmm. Ugh. Thank you, Amanda Miller. I don't know if you listen to No Disclosure or not, but I want to thank you, Mandy, for getting me this Bob Ross Rubik's Cube. I uh, have it sitting right here on my desk, and it's glorious. If any of you uh, are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, anything Bob Ross is going to work. I, uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with Bob Ross. But yeah, I'm just sitting here staring at my Bob Ross Rubik's Cube. If I ever post this one on, you know, because like, the, no disclosure is not on YouTube anymore. It started off on YouTube, but then I realized, you know, that the monetization on YouTube is impossible for a podcast anyway. So I moved everything to Anchor, right? And uh, occasionally I will post uh, little clip segments and, you know, stuff like that on YouTube, you know, just to incite people to come over here. And, uh, yeah, I'm t I'll, I'll make the next thumbnail a picture of the of the Bob Ross Rubik's Cube so you know what I'm talking about, okay? So, <laughs> what is this? Whoa! That's cool. A rare snowfall in the Sahara Desert. Ah, wow. The Algerian town of Ain Sefra has experienced snow for only the fourth time in 42 years. This is a weird picture. The Sahara Desert rare snowfall leaves extraordinary pattern on the sand dunes. That's freaky. That doesn't even look like Earth. That's weird. Okay, like on the sand dunes, we'll read about it and see how the hell this happened. 
But apparently there was some snowfall <laughs> in the fucking Sahara Desert. And it made this weird pattern on the sand dunes. It looks like uh, it's, like, it's just a swirly, you know, it's a uh, non-symmetrical, you know, kind of pattern on the snow. But it's really bizarre looking. It's, it's weird. It doesn't look like Earth at all. Snow has fallen in the Sahara Desert after temperatures dropped to minus 3 Celsius, which is 27 degrees Fahrenheit for us who don't follow the fucking rules everybody else in the world does because we're special, right? <laughs> Karim recorded the rare event in Ain Sefer, Algeria with thawing eyes creating beautiful patterns on the sand. Yeah, that's, that's kind of spooky. The Sahara Desert, which covers Sahara Desert, which covers most of Northern Africa, God, has gone through shifts in temperature over the past hundred thousand years, but snow and ice are still very rare. The town in Namba Province has experienced no snow only three other times in forty-two years: nineteen seventy-nine, twenty seventeen, and twenty eighteen. Wow, <laughs> really? Within uh, wow, that's ah. Uh, Global warming much? I don't know. I don't know. Wow. That's cool. I mean, have, have any of you ever been to a desert? I mean, a real desert? I'm talking real fucking desert. It is... Um, it is surreal how cold desert deserts get at night. That's freaky. Because you don't expect this fucking Sahara... You know, to have snow hanging around <laughs> during the day. But uh, I don't know. I, it's uh, For people who haven't been to deserts, I mean, even it messes with your brain a little bit too. You know, you see that. But deserts get fucking cold, boy. Oh, man, they get cold. A uh, zookeeper is in serious condition after being bitten in the face by a camel. Ow. A 54-year-old man... Have you ever seen the teeth on those fuckers? 54-year-old man has been taken to a hospital after being bitten on the face by a camel. The employee of the Pearlburg Zoo in northern Germany between Berlin and Hamburg... Hello, German listeners! ...was cleaning the camel enclosure and feeding the animals when one turned and suddenly bit him. They described his injuries as serious, who said the man, whose name was not released, was being treated in the local hospital. The zoo is closed at the moment until German coronavirus lockdown restrictions are put in place. So, uh, who among you out there has uh, seen an actual real live camel? I have. I know that if you grow up in certain places, some of which countries actually do listen to no disclosure, camels are a normal thing. You grow up with them. You see them all the time. Hell, you ride them to fucking school. And, you know, it's no big deal. But to us, you know, you see camels as something completely different. You just see camels as part of the, you know, just part of the thing, right? I'd never seen one until when did we go, Cassie, to the outdoor thingy? The zoo thingy? When did we see that big-ass camel? I don't want to say big-ass camel because we don't even know if it's a normal-sized camel to the rest of his friends. Or if he's, you know, if he's actually the small guy. If he's like the Kevin Hart of camels. But it's a big creature, dude. Intimidating. Huge. The feet on that thing, big as my head. I can't imagine being bit on the face by that thing. When I first saw a camel, I, you know, not the manliest thing in the world, but I was intimidated. That thing scared the shit out of me. I was afraid to go near it. So like, this thing could crush me 
This thing can squash my head like a freaking melon, man. And I didn't grow up around camels. Okay. When was it last year? I was like, camel. Ugh. I know they're big, but I've never seen one. You know? So I get up on this thing. This is a big ass animal, dude. Can you imagine getting bit in the face by that thing? Oh. Mm. Majestic creature. A beautiful, beautiful animal. Scary as hell. <laughs> it was massive. But, you know, then again, I'm one of those people. And I'm not 100% white, so I can say this. <laughs> a lot of Native American ancestry here, okay? Enough to where I have a card in my wallet. That kind of a Native, that much Native American. Um, I could tell you why. And this is not... Some people are going to give me shit for this, but there's a difference between being racist and just pointing out, you know, the, the cool, subtle, funny differences, you know, the things that make us human, but so diverse at the same time. And uh, I have a lot of black friends that are going to laugh at this. So, you know, if, even though my black friends are going to laugh at this, there's no reason to be like, you go better about it. So I'll just say it. There's a reason why black people do not get attacked by animals as much as white people. <laughs> okay. There's not. A black person to tell you in a heartbeat. Uh, black guy goes on a safari, right? Or, you know, jungle golf like we did or whatever. And they see something that uh, everybody wants to take a picture with, but something that could obviously tear their face off and remove their head from their shoulders. They don't get out of the car. They're like, nope, not going near it. No fucking way, man. White person <laughs> goes right up to the fence, pokes their finger through it. Oh, it's so beautiful. Hey, why don't you sit on it and take a picture for, for Uncle Joe and Aunt Barbara and Jason and Jennifer? You know, why don't we do that? <laughs> That's why people, why people get attacked. I will not go. I just have a personal rule. If uh, you think as a human being, you're the highest thing on the food chain, you're fucking crazy. You ever been swimming in the ocean? You ever been around a fucking bear? No, you're not the highest thing on the food chain. Sorry, you're just not. And I, I've had opportunities where I could have, you know, sat next to a fully grown black bear and stuff like that. I don't swim in the ocean anymore. <laughs> well, number one, I'm nowhere near an ocean. Would I do it now? Uh, probably not. Because I, I've, I, in recent years, man, I've just come to this realization. I am not king shit. I'm not number one. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not. We're not. Uh, I, I'm not going to get near any animal that can potentially freaking kill my ass and eat me as a snack with a smile on its face. Okay? If they're doing something where I get to sit next to a bear, I ain't getting near that fucking bear. Okay? I'm not getting near it. You ever been to Yellowstone? I have. You're walking through Yellowstone, okay? This place is primordial. There are parts of Yellowstone that are indicative of the early Earth, okay? Places that have been untouched. Untouched. And you're walking through Yellowstone. And it's, it is, seriously, there are parts that are walking like through another planet. You're walking through Yellowstone, and you see a rabbit. And that rabbit looks at you. Oh, my God. And then the person you're with says, oh, that's so cute. Get a picture of that rabbit. It's like, fuck you. Keep walking. Don't even look at it. Well, why not? Why don't you want to get a picture of it? We're at Yellowstone. I ain't never seen a rabbit look at me like that. Okay? Something tells you, at least with me, maybe it's my Native American blood or something like that, but you look at a rabbit and something tells you don't fuck with that rabbit. <laughs> that's a major problem that people have. Yeah, that's uh, hmm, bitten on the face by a camel. 
Hats off to you if you work at a zoo or something like that. Me, never going to happen. I ain't getting near the other side of the fence with a fucking camel. No way. Because I see its feet. Okay? I see its teeth. It's bigger than me. What the hell is this? No, no. What are you doing? What? That's... uh, There's a video of a lady washing off a Kit Kat bar. What are you doing? Woman should be sentenced to life in prison for washing chocolate off a Kit Kat bar. No, why? You idiot. Oh, my God. It's like the video of that guy that was shared. It went viral recently. Do you guys see that? Where this guy washes the grease off pizza. (laughs) What the hell? There's kinds of pizza you could get that has less grease. Get a thin crust. Get something with not as much meat on it. A woman took the TikTok. Of course, it's TikTok. <laughs> a woman took the TikTok to share. The- <laughs> I can't even say it anymore. What is it? Memes come from Reddit, and uh, the decline of civilization comes from TikTok, right? A woman took the TikTok to share how she eats her Kit Kat. Instead of breaking the bar in half and digging in, she washes the chocolate off because it's too sweet. This just shows me the nature of TikTok here. Not only that, but the nature of the internet in general. Um, <laughs> Missy, are you not aware that you can buy wafers? That silence was intentional. I'm just waiting. You don't have to buy a Kit Kat to get your wafer fix. They make those. You don't have to wash off the Kit Kat to do it. Now, that, uh, that's, that's just bizarre. There's a number of ways to enjoy a Kit Kat. This is not one of them. Don't mess with me, Mirror. Some people break it in half before tuck, uh, tucking into each bar individually. I love your slang over there. Others bite off the chocolate and use it as a straw, while some prefer to see the world burn, eat it whole. But one woman's controversial method has left people furious. A TikTok user who revealed that she washes the chocolate off her Kit Kat has been branded a lunatic. I agree with you. You need to go get yourself checked. It's just stupid to me. If you want a wafer, go buy a fucking wafers. You don't need to get a Kit Kat and wash it off. Oh, my God. Uh, that is weird. You need to be fined or something. Kit Kat, what are you guys doing about this? Uh, oh, I don't get it. Oh, well, great. Here we go. Another. Okay. All right. TikTok is the thing now, isn't it? I do a weird news podcast. And I started this, TikTok was around, but it hadn't like completely exploded into the stratosphere yet when this show started, right? And we were doing, what was our reoccurring things? Our reoccurring things, I would say, were Jared Fogle, R. Kelly, they just kept popping up. Jetpack Man, he's still kind of a thing. But now it's TikTok. I guess you can't run a podcast like this without TikTok popping up every five seconds. A doctor's warning over a TikTok beauty craze. Oh, boy. Here we go. I don't even know what this is about. I can only guess. That uses... <laughs> Cassie, you're a woman. There are beauty influencers out there that could make your life so much easier. That could make you just glow. That could just make you shine. All you got to do is put some erection cream on your lips to make them appear fuller. No, no, no. This is from TikTok. This is from a beauty influencer, okay? 
despite what the medics are saying, I mean, all they're saying is that, you know, it, uh, it could be potentially dang- dangerous. But Jerry Maul, who the hell that is, one of these uh, males on TikTok is putting boner cream on his face to make his lips appear fuller. Doctors are saying we probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, um, he says it kind of tingles, but it's not terrible. Listen, uh, there's a there's a lot of places I can go with this. Um, you shouldn't be doing anything that someone who is labeled as by society or by themselves as an influencer tells you what to do. You need to live your own lives, people. There was a time, believe it or not, kids, This I'm not being crazy here. There was a time back when we all rode dinosaurs, but there was a time when someone who put erection cream on their face was labeled a retard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> crazy, right? Things were a lot different back then. And there was a time where you could point that out without everybody getting butt hurt and whining about it. <laughs> it's true, right, Cassie? Everybody's a freaking wimp now. I mean, look at this. This thing is putting boner cream on his face to make his lips appear fuller. <laughs> now, I'm not knocking the guy for, I mean, uh, he's obviously, uh, he's obviously, y- you know what I mean? Uh, I don't give a shit. He's gay. Whatever. Whatever. He's, uh, he's not the manliest guy I've seen, which is cool. I don't give a, I don't care if you're gay or straight. I don't give a shit. You know, do what makes you happy. I, I'm not going to judge you for that. It's not my place to. It's not my fucking job to judge you based on, you know, who you love, who you don't love. But don't put erection cream on your lips, man. If you want to be pretty and fabulous, there are ways to do that. Even without Botox and shit, there are ways to do that without putting erection cream on your face. Now, I want to see what, uh, how, why doctors saying uh, this is potentially dangerous. <clears throat> A TikTok user called the Derm Doctor warned the cream is probably not safe to consume. I wouldn't think so. It's made for your willy willy. He told his 3.5 million followers, I don't know exactly which cream is being used in the video. But erection creams work by using vasodilation, which increases blood flow to an area. And as everybody knows, altering the course of blood flow on purpose can lead to swelling of the area. And uh, all the benefits of plumping will be completely temporary, number one. And number two, like I said, (laughs) you're fucking with your body here. You're doing things that is just okay. Uh, why am I explaining this? Right? Why did I feel the need to actually sit here and kind of explain this article when I should just say, don't put dick cream on your face? <laughs> this should just be something. Uh, oh my God. There was a time when this old boy here would be put forth in front of a committee and they'll have to decide whether or not he should be put to sleep. My God, people. The last thing I do when I see, uh, you know, my preparation H in the bathroom closet, I'm like, I wonder if this will make my skin look better or whatever. (laughs) So, yeah, pro tip, kids. Don't put willy cream on your face. I know you want them full pouting lips, but not like that. 
That's not how you do it. Uh, listen. Uh, these uh, TikTok influences, I'm not going to go into it. But man, don't, don't just don't fucking don't follow these people. Okay, just don't do it. It's all about views. It's all about image. It's all about this and that. I mean, uh, there have been people who have been caught trying to portray themselves as a certain uh, element of society or, you know, on a certain part of society's uh, gamut, right? In order to get those views and to get those likes. So it's a day and age where we don't know if this old boy is really into makeup or not. Or if he shuts the camera off and goes and kills a grizzly bear with his loose leaf notebook while carrying two naked chicks under each arm. You know what I mean? We don't know. Or if he, you know, really is a, a homosexual, which he, looks like he is, I, you know, I don't give a shit. But still, what makes him uh, a, a subject of public mockery is that he's putting willy willy cream on his lips. Don't fucking do that, okay? Just don't. <laughs> oh, I love this. Oh, see, Cassie, it's all about being equal. The human race is coming together. This woman here has... Uh, Achieved world peace, man. One step closer to it. This woman should be considered a hero. Why? Because in this day and age, when we're conscientious about passionate, and we're passionate about gender equality, have you ever stopped to wonder why, why, why the male monarch still trumps the queen in the pack of cards? Does this keep you up at night? Does this bother you? That in these games, especially with playing cards and stuff, the queen, the king is more powerful than the queen. Seriously, that hurts my heart. I think about this. There are times I don't get things done because this hurts me so much. I have nightmares about it. 23-year-old Indy Melnick has taken matters into her own hands and made the lives of people like me who are so affected by kings trumping queens in games. She's fixed this problem and created a pack of genderless playing cards. Genderless playing cards. Yeah. <laughs> She's a forensic psychology graduate. Spent a while thinking about how she could make a change. <laughs> and after a lot of trialing, created a genderless and race-neutral deck of cards where the king, queen, and jack are instead replaced with gold, silver, and bronze. They're dubbed a modern set of cards for the modern world and the inclusive human. I'm not shitting you. That's exactly what it says on the cards. Okay. Like I said, I don't care what you are. None of us really do. If you're just a kind of a, if you're not a complete psychopath, if you're just, you know, one of your going about day-to-day -day human beings, I want to tell my homosexual and transgender listeners out there, a few of you are friends. I have a lot of friends that are homosexual and transgender. I don't give a shit what you are. I love you. I love you. Okay, you're made in the image of God, just like me. I fucking love you. But, uh, you know, uh, what was I getting at? <laughs> uh, <coughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I, I, this is it. I mean, none of us really gave a shit, guys. We didn't. Uh, any normal average human being is not going to berate you for th thinking that you should have been born a woman or that. You know, it's, just, it's not like that. It's just not. Unless you're a psychopath. And there's plenty of them out there. But when shit like this happens, <laughs> this is when it starts getting weird, okay? I, uh, it, there's something very disturbing to me about imposing 
these beliefs on other people and expecting them to believe. It's like me saying, um, I, I believe that the sun revolves around the earth and believe it or not, I shit you not aside from flat earthers. There are people who still believe this, that the earth, uh, that the sun revolves around the earth, that all of our scientific study going back to the, you know, 14 fucking hundreds is wrong. It's obviously not. But if I say, I mean, that, that this is how things are. I could go to the scientific, or I, can, I can go to the state, local governments or whatever. And I say, we're not being properly uh, treated as flat earthers or whatever. We're not, I'm not a flat earther, but we're not being properly uh, represented. Right. You know, we're not being treated fairly and stuff like that. We need, we demand you know, that other people respect our beliefs and stuff like that. And we want to be called flat earthers. And instead of uh, she and him, we want to be called this. We want to be called that. And this is how you're supposed to greet us. And this is the pronoun we want you to use. No, no, I, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's really, it's really weird. And we wonder why our country has gone completely to shit and why all these other countries are laughing at us. Do whatever you want. At the end of the day, what you really didn't realize, guys, Truly, is that nobody really gives a shit. We love you for how you are, for who you are inside. About 99% of us. But this is this is bizarre. And, uh, it has to be said. This country, we're a bunch of pansies now. And we didn't used to be. And the transgender, this, is, this has been around since forever. Forever. We don't give a shit, man. Do what you want. But when it starts coming to this thing where you need to impose your beliefs on us, that we, I have to learn these different pronouns and I have to learn all this shit and I have to know LGBTQ+, plus, whatever that is. I don't know what the acronym is. Don't require me to know either. It's just bizarre. Well, we've become a nation of complete pansies. So uh, if you're like me and you've always been offended by playing fucking playing cards, then now you have a solution. Okay, you can go get some playing cards that don't hurt your little feelings, and I'll uh, I'll share the link to them because they're actually kind of cool looking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what time are we at? Thirty eight. We're still. I I still have a lot of articles that I want to read, man. There's just been a lot of weird shit going on. This is great. I mean, this is good for me, right? Uh, do 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 do, skibbity bop bow, skibbity bay. Okay, let's let's go to let's go to some good stuff. <laughs> I'll skip around here. Here we go. A psychic who sees the future. Okay, listen. Get, <laughs> stick with me here, kids. All right. A psychic who sees the future by throwing asparagus. How could I not click on this? A psychic who sees the future by throwing asparagus makes makes predictions for 2021. This lady here, who totally doesn't look completely batshit crazy, has made predictions by throwing asparagus across the room, has claimed to foresee the events of 2021 because of asparagus. Okay. Jemima Packington, <laughs> perfect, <laughs> from Eve Champ, uses asparagus tips rather than a crystal ball to make her predictions, earning her the nickname Mystic Vague. Okay. After throwing the vegetables into the air and reading the patterns they form, really? How do you get this shit out of asparagus? Uh, we'll roll with it. Let's see what she says, all right? Uh, about COVID. 
Although the impact of COVID-19 will still be felt around the world, the vaccines will bring a return to the new normal by June of 2021. Although not a return to pre-pandemic days, the world population will become kinder and more tolerant. Well, yeah, of course it will. I I don't need an asparagus-throwing psychic to tell me that. We have genderless playing cards now. This is like one step closer to world peace, right? Let's skip to the next one. What else does she say? Royal family. I'm from America. I don't fucking understand that shit anyway. Celebrities. It's bad news for celebs and influencers. (laughs) I love how that's put right on the same level as celebrities now. Things are fucked. With the psychic prediction, predicting the general public will switch their attention towards real heroes instead. Oh, I'm sure. Big salaries for sports stars and the obsession with celebrities will become a thing of the past. The era of semi-professional sportsmen will reemerge along with a focus on real heroes. Oh, that's what the asparagus said. Okay. There was a time, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) There was a time back when we rode dinosaurs that if someone threw asparagus into the air and uh, claimed that they could see the future by doing so, they were labeled a retard. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love it. Um, for me, personally, everybody going insane, right? Everybody believing all these crazy, everybody being a fucking armchair conspiracy theorist. About half of the people I know are, you know, many Alex Joneses running around. It's entertaining. It's great for me, for the podcast, because I am having no shortage of material, especially here lately. Keep going nuts, human race. You're just making no disclosure easier. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, what is it, 41 minutes? Eh, let's let's do one more. This is from NPR, who uh, just recently did a study. Uh, page is not loading. Yeah. Okay, who did a study with the University of Queensland scientist Fabio Costa along with uh, the university's news service and NPR uh, stating. Uh, oh, my God. This is going to sound completely nerdy. But it interests me, and it should interest you. I know it's not boner cream to make your lips look better or Bernie Sanders mittens, but it's still kind of interesting, okay, because it has to do with science, physics, all right? They're saying that paradoxical or paradoxic paradox free rather paradox free time travel is theoretically possible why am i reading this because i don't want to read about tiktok and people throwing asparagus and inclusion and shit anymore i want to read about something that makes me feel like i didn't just pop about 10 brain cells so stick with me here because I'll, this is interesting actually they're saying that paradox free time travel theoretically is possible to which I completely disagree. Um, you know that that saying, there's a butterfly effect, right? You go back in time, you change one thing, it's going to have a ripple effect. That's common sense. It makes perfect sense. If that ends up being not scientifically feasible, I'll swallow that. But it makes perfect sense. Uh, what's a paradox? All right, let's say um, you go back in time. This is the grandfather paradox, which is a very well-known one. Let's say you go back in time and kill your grandfather before your parents are even conceived, thereby eliminating your existence completely. Well, if you did that, how are you able to go back in time and kill your grandfather? You know what I mean? Shit like that. 
they're saying that um, theoretic uh, time travel, uh, you know, th- theoretically uh, paradox-free time travel is possible. Ooh, boobs. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, wow. 30 makeup tips you could do at home. Cool. We're going to read that next time. Well, guys, we're going to go. <laughs> this is so interesting. Oh, wow. Look at these. We're going to go, guys. We're out of time. So, you know, I did that whole thing just to troll you, right? But if you really want to know, <laughs> if you really want to know what I think, uh, paradoxes are just, uh, see what, what their argument, I'll, I'll go with it if you want me to. Uh, what they're saying is that uh, these events are still going to happen. It's just that the universe is going to find a way for them to happen at different intervals in different spaces, right? If you go back in time to try to prevent the death of John F. Kennedy, he's going to get assassinated anyway because that's just uh, the universe working itself out. Maybe it'll be next week. Maybe it'll be by somebody else. Maybe it'll be a different method, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, I disagree, and I'll tell you why. I don't know. I don't know. If paradoxical free time travel is possible, it's not my job to think of this stuff. See, the most interesting thing is that when you combine a nucleus with, ooh, look at this. Kim Kardashian bought a new dress. Man, okay, I I, got to stop because there's so many articles I want to read and there's so many people that I just want to learn from. (laughs) You know, (laughs) uh, this is what it's all about, kids, you know, (laughs) but we're running out of time. So, I'll catch you guys later. (laughs) Cassie's looking at me like, he's absolutely fucking lost it this time. It's done. So that's it for this week. And remember to go on Asylum817.com for all things me and no disclosure related, okay? Links to our Twitter and Facebook pages are there, as well as a link to get yourself a no disclosure t-shirt, which I am currently wearing. Yes, I got my ND t-shirt on today. Maybe that's why I'm a little extra rowdy. So you can not only be fancy, but look fancy as well. So stop by. Remember to share no disclosure with everybody. If you wish to support the show, hit that support button or head to patreon.com slash asylum817. Patreon.com slash asylum817. Speaking of Patreon, shout out to my patrons. Aaron and Amanda Kunkel from the Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel. Check them out. Kristen Belt, Michelle Rush, I love you guys very much. You keep this thing going. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time, okay? Bye-bye, my Babies, I love you all. And be fancy. What you doing, Cassie? Do you think theoretical time travel is possible or not? Or do you want to look at pictures of boobs? <laughs> I've made my decision. Did you know it's the basis here? No disclosure, business, business.